Hi friends, thank you for joining me for today's talk for your walk with Bridget Lynch. This is episode 29. It it will be the 27th of December, two days after Christmas. I hope that you had a wonderful Christmas and I pray that you are just filled with the joy and peace and spirit of Christ. That's what Christmas is all about and I pray that you have looked to him and him coming from the highest of heavens down to the lowliest place in a manger and knowing that he can relate to you. That is really, really important to keep the perspective of um, where our Savior came from and where he met us so that he, you know that he loves you unconditionally and will forever relate to you because he was here in human flesh. And I love how it says in John 1, 14 that he moved into the neighborhood. And so if you ever feel alone or feel like um, God's not near to you, he actually moved into your neighborhood. So welcome him in with open arms. And, you know, it's like um, when your friends come over and you know that you can, that you can just, um, they can just let themselves in or you go to your friend's house and they, you have the relationship where you can just walk in their house um, and say, Hey, I'm here. And, um, it's like, it's like that with Jesus. He's your friend and he loves you and he cares about you and he wants to be your all in all. And I, um, just love that. I love that about Jesus. I love that he meets us right where we're at in the lowliest places, um, in the places of pain and hurt and discomfort and vulnerability and guilt and shame. Um, he doesn't care what you've done, friend. He just wants to love you and care for you and provide all things for you. He's Jehovah Jireh. He is the provider. And so just rest in that and remember that he is for you. Um, Remember that God um, named Jesus Emmanuel because he's with us. And so I just love thinking about that. Like I literally envision, um, you know, just Jesus like sitting right next to me or Jesus walking around in the room with me or um, just loving me, um, holding me, hugging me. Um, Sometimes it's helpful to do those things and um, it may bring you great joy. It may bring you tears. It may bring you a lot of things, but know that it can bring you comfort for sure. And um just letting you know um, that I took a little hiatus during Christmas break here. I uh, was off with my family. Um, we had like a jam packed full of a couple of days and then left Sunday, um, last Sunday after service and went to Tennessee to see my sister. Um, and so glad that I got to see her and just have some time with her. And, sh- and she shared some things with me and we just had some moments together. And I'm just grateful um, that we were able to do that. Um, and I was able to buy her lunch and we did Christmas with the kids and, um, we love Airbnb. And so we had a cute little Airbnb, um, right outside of where she lives. So about 10, 15 minutes, um, actually more 15, 20 minutes down the street from her. And, um, just grateful, grateful that we were able to get away and go into the mountains and um guys side note like I don't do very well as you know um if you've been listening to me I had vertigo in September but I've always had a little issue with riding in the car and getting car sick um it wasn't so much as a kid but as I grew older um and um and the age that I am now in my 30s late 30s I am like oh my gosh riding in the car is miserable (laughs) thanks mom anyway (laughs) 
Um, I had to take meclizine like every day um, when I was riding up in the mountains. So um, I laugh because what else are you gonna do? Um, but I took my meclizine and I was fine. And so praise God for medications that can help you. There's no shame in that, you guys. If you need medicine to help you, um, you know, don't be dependent on it, but definitely use it when you need it, okay? Um, and that's coming from your nurse friend, Bridget. Okay. <laughs> um, I just, you know, there's a lot of things. Like I said, I took a little hiatus, um, you know, and I just really just wanted to be in the moment. And that's super important. Um, make sure you're just in the moments. I know that we all take pictures and we post on social media and all of that, but don't neglect being in the moment. So I took pictures, I posted, you know, some things of my family and I'll do that again today. But I'm telling you that I do that later, like after the fact. I do those things when, um, you know, we're driving down the road and there's not a lot going on, um, you know, in the vehicle. Maybe we're not talking a whole lot to one another. And so, you know, at the moment. And so I post the pictures and then I, I put my phone down. I've been very intentional about turning notifications off um, and not you know, having my phone on me 24 seven. And yes, um, over the last couple days, I love seeing everyone's Christmas pictures and just seeing the kids happiness and their joy and, um, and my family and friends and um, posting my boys and their happiness and joy. And, um, I posted the kids got a trampoline from my dad. And so that was fun. Um, my husband, kudos to him. He's amazing. Um, he was up really late like purposefully set his alarm to go out in the dark and in the, in the cold and um, put the trampoline together for the kids so they could see it on Christmas morning so kudos to him because he's amazing and um, we have our moments you guys we had a moment yesterday um, but the most important thing is to forgive one another and um, apologize so hard for people to apologize. I don't understand that. Like, it's hard for me too sometimes. Like, we can be so selfish, right? Like, oh, I'm right and I don't I don't have to apologize. No, it's not about being right. Like, it's so funny how you go through these things and then I literally read a devotion last night <laughs> from this devotional I've been doing. It's a 365-day devotional. It's really good. And I'm in a portion right now where it's teaching about husbands and wives and things like that. And even you can look at that, look at that even as just relationships. And it was talking about apologizing and making sure that you apologize. And I'm like, this is hilarious. Thank you, God, for the reminder. And um, my pastor says that your maturity level um, is in your faith is based on your recovery time. So in the time that it takes you to overcome something and apologize and forgive and all of those things, like that is based on your maturity and your faith. And I love that thought. And I think that whenever I take too long to forgive or I take too long to forgive or uh, what did I say? Apologize or forgive. There we go. Um, when I take too long to apologize or to forgive, um, I just think about how that affects the relationship. And that's really what's important. Like, what are you doing? by being selfish to the relationship. And that's what we really need to be thinking about. And so again, like we both had a moment in the car and I, I just told my husband and I was like, listen, I, I never want to say anything that offends you. I always want you to know that I'm proud of you and that I respect you and I want to honor you and all the things that, you know, we say and do to one another. And I'm not perfect, you guys. Like, I say some things and I'm like, oh gosh, that was terrible. Now I got to apologize. I mean, I'm, I'm not 
it's not terrible, terrible. It's kind of an exaggeration, but I do say things, you know, off the cuff or off, you know, out the side of my mouth. And it's like, why did you say that? I was so dumb. Like, don't say things like that. So anyway, be in the moment. Um, apologize when you need to. Forgive. Um, I know it sounds like I'm saying that, like it's easier said than done, but you guys, I'm telling you, I've been in places where I've had to apologize or I've been in places where I've had to forgive and they've been really hard. So hear me when I tell you that I have experience in this and I can say it like it's easy because it has come easier as I have learned to apologize and to forgive. And so as you grow in your maturity, that's that maturity in your faith and your faith walk, you know, you you come to the understanding that, wait, Jesus forgave easily and quickly. And that's the way that I need to operate. And so make sure that you're doing those things. Um, this is just going to be one fluid um, conversation today. I'm not doing the intro and outro and the middle part like I usually do. Like they recommend that, but we're just going for it today. Okay. That's why we're 10 minutes, almost 10 minutes in and I'm still talking. So, <laughs> um, you know, I keep remembering, um, the scripture Matthew 6:33 and this is like kind of in the middle of Jesus's sermon on the mount. If you've not read this, it starts in 5 chapter 5 it goes through chapter 7. Um just incredible teachings, right? And at the end like it says how the people were just astonished and amazed at Jesus's teachings because no one had ever talked to them that way or taught them that way. And so they were just astonished and didn't know what to say, right? Other than sharing it with other people, which is what we're supposed to do. But in Matthew 6, it says, seek first, seek first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. That's my paraphrase. It's not an exact version. And so my biggest point here is to seek first. And I think I've told you that I have a bracelet that my friend made. Thank you, Krista. She's amazing. And I wear that bracelet as often as I can. One, because it's beautiful and I love it. But two, because it's a good reminder to seek first the kingdom of God in all things. Your decisions, your choices, your next steps, your color of your shoes, like whatever. Like just seek first the kingdom of God because, you know, I just, there's so many times that we think we know what's best, right? And we don't. None of us know what's best. We have godly counsel that God puts in our life, which is fantastic. Um, but please make sure that you're taking your request and your things to God because he's the one that knows. He's the creator of all things. He's the leader. He's the alpha and the omega. He's the beginning and the end. He knows all things. And so I'm pretty sure I'm going to take the things that I need to um, filter or the things that I need to run past him to him because he's going to know and he's going to lead me by the Holy Spirit and show me which way to go. And I kind of like that. That's a really great part of being in the family of God that he leads us and guides us. And I'm going to tell you, even if you're not in the family of God right now, you're still questioning this whole God thing. He's going to lead you and guide you even when you're far from him. Um, you make the choice to come closer to him. He doesn't move. You do. And so make sure that you are, if you're seeking and you're trying to find, he's going to show it to you. And, you know, I've heard of many stories of people going, you know, let me just see how this God thing is going to work out. And it actually works out really good. I'm going to tell you because he is the way, the truth and the life. 
and no one comes to the Father except through Him, through Jesus Christ. And so just believe in Him today and give your life to Him. It's worth it. I can tell you that. It's not worth it going the other direction. I've tried. So trust Him and um, follow in His ways. And, you know, I have just notes down here. It's just funny how I I jot some things down. Um, But I want to encourage you. During this time, I know we're wrapping up 2020 and there's been so many, you know, puns and memes and all kinds of things about what 2020 has done. And one of the things that I saw like yesterday or the day before was at 1201-2021, we actually can say that hindsight is 2020. How hilarious is that, you guys? Like, (laughs) I'm like, that's great. Um, And so just make it fun like be in the moment like paint your nails i painted my nails last night while we were watching the new wonder woman um if you need a little just like womanly go watch wonder woman it was good it was a good movie it was great um a lot of teaching you about looking about perspective and looking at what's it was a good it was a good lesson in that movie it was really good um whoever created Wonder Woman 84 is good. I really enjoyed it. And it was based in the 80s. Like, it was great. It was good. Um, Do what brings you joy, you know? Um, I know that there's um, some struggles, especially at the end of this year. And um, there's people that have lost loved ones. Um, There's some people that I'm close to that have lost loved ones. And I hate that so much for them but I also know that their loved ones are in the presence of Jesus and what could be better than that um so I celebrate with them but I also mourn with them I know how hard it is to lose people on this side of heaven that you love dearly and so I've lost some people that I love dearly this side of heaven and so I know the hurt and I've walked with a lot of families through the end of life and I know how hard it can be Um, But God has given me the ability and the gift to be able to walk through um, that difficult time with people. And I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful that I have been a hospice nurse and that has taught me so much um, in my walk and in my faith and just as a person. um, And I've had the privilege and honor of walking with people through that time. It's a difficult time, but it's an honor to be able to teach people and show them and teach them and point them in the right direction. And just love on them um, in the in a difficult time. Um, and so I said, do what brings you joy. And like I said, I painted my nails and watched a movie with my family. That, that was awesome. I get to tuck my four-year-old in at night and pray with him and sing with him. And he um, has, I got him, a, we got him a new cozy blanket. Um, he wanted a cozy, soft blanket for his bed. And I just love that, like how much joy it brings you. And our oldest one, you know, got some cozy soft pajamas for Christmas um, and they love those kinds of things and so just having joy in their heart for that it's just I love watching that but what I want to tell you not to do like don't like we don't like hearing don't do this and don't do that right but don't watch the news right now like just don't do it take a break from watching the news if you have to watch the news like watch it once a week or something it's gonna be the same there's no need to watch it every day just bring so much anxiety and stress into your life like don't do it and don't compare there's gonna be a lot of things posted right now 
that looks like so happy. It's people's highlight reels, like Stephen Furtick, Pastor Stephen Furtick's awesome, came out with that. Um, I don't know if he came out with it, but he said it, and he's the first one I heard say it. So he, I'm, I'm just gonna um, attribute it to him. <laughs> but don't watch people's highlight reels, you guys. Um, his book, Crash the Chatterbox, came out several years ago, and it's a really good book, too. Crash the chatter that's going on inside your head. I mean, read it. It's a good book. You can do a Bible study with it, too, if you want. I mean, a small group, whatever you want. So don't compare. Um, my pastor says there's there's the three C's. Don't compare, don't compete, and don't complain. Those are really good things to don't do, okay? <laughs> and then don't look back on this year with regret or shame or guilt. Like, that's what the enemy wants. Look forward be present in the moment because that's all you have is today, but also look forward with hope and renewed faith in what Christ has coming for you. Don't settle, you know, and look back and say, oh, this should have happened. Oh, this should have happened. Don't do that to yourself. Just look forward to what God has for you and hope um, and peace and joy because that's what he wants for you. The greatest of these is love, he says. It says, faith, hope, and love endure. But the greatest of these is love. So whatever you do, do it with the lens of love. So love people. You know, do your dishes with love. If you think of doing your dishes as I have dishes to clean because I fed my family and I have a home where I have dishes and can put them away, whether it's cleaning them in the dishwasher or putting them away in the cabinet, you have the ability, I don't care if you're hand washing them, you're washing dishes that fed your family, that your family used to provide them with what they needed. And so you have to sometimes change your perspective in how you're looking at things or you're going to stay in that depressed state and not depression as like a clinical diagnosis, but depressed. You're going to think negatively if you're like, oh, I got to do the dishes again. No, it's not you have to do the dishes. You get to do the dishes. Let's change that perspective, right? And again, just look forward with hope that you, you know, you're moving into what's next. Lean into what's next, what God is going to do next in your life. He's the one that shows you the next step. You just have to choose to take it, okay? And then, <clears throat> again, the enemy wants to bring you down and keep you down. Don't let him do that. You have authority in Jesus' name. Jesus' name is the name above every other name. It's above anxiety, it's above loss, it's above grief, it's above guilt, it's above shame, it's above depression, it's above all of those things. Speak the name of Jesus. Even if you don't know what to say, you just say his name and the enemy flees. The word says that the enemy has to flee in Jesus' name. Jesus wants to give you life, an abundant, satisfying, hope-filled peaceable, joyful life, not negative, not shameful, not guilt, not embarrassment, not all the negative labels that the enemy wants to put on you or that the, that someone put on you in your lifetime. I know that you've gone through life 
and someone has said something to you that has stuck in your brain, cast that out and replace it with what God says. God says that you are chosen. God says that you are the apple of his eye, that you are his beloved, that you are loved and cherished and you are called and anointed. Those are the things that God says. And I want to um, recite this benediction that I've taught my children to you. I know I've said it on here before, but I want to recite this over you. And then I want to pray for you. Okay. I'm not what I have. I'm not what I do. I'm not what people say about me. I am the beloved of God. That's who I am. And no one can take it from me. I don't have to hurry. I don't have to worry. I can trust my friend Jesus and share his love with the world. You can find that on Google, your friend Google. It's called, and sometimes it's called the breakfast benediction. And so look it up and quote it and recite it. Teach it to your children. If you have children, teach it to your grandchildren. If you have grandchildren, learn it for yourself. It's really important to recite the things over your life. Scripture, of course, but then things like this that are easy to remember and a reminder of who God says you are. Father, I thank you for the people that are under the sound of my voice. I thank you for anointing them and calling them and choosing them and giving them everything that they need for this life that you have called them to and placed them in. You chose them for such a time as this. God, I pray that whatever this season has brought, that you replace it, if it's not good, that you replace it with your goodness and mercy and grace and love and abundance and satisfaction and hope and peace and joy. God, you are the Prince of Peace. We thank you that your name is Yahweh Shalom. You are Emmanuel, God with us. You are Jehovah Jireh. You provide all things. You are Jehovah Rapha. You heal all things. You give us hope and joy and peace. And we are so grateful that you sent your son to save us and to redeem us to have a relationship with you. We thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Be blessed, friends. Share this with someone that needs hope and encouragement. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And again, I promise I'll let you know if I take another hiatus and not record. I'm sorry that I didn't. I was just so, there's so much going on and I literally was in the moment, you guys. And so I know that you'll forgive me and offer me grace for that. And I look forward to sharing again with you soon. Be blessed.